Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as it should song American Brews and Tunes a mic here now gold darn it cage there's always a microphone here there is anyways welcome to another episode of american brews and tunes yes welcome you heard it here you heard it first american brews and tunes <laughs> my name is steven johnston and my name is jesse titus this is our 12th episode of american brews and tunes can you believe it um yeah i can well i can't believe it it's crazy it's crazy well, like we said last week, this week is a very special episode of American Brews and Tunes. It is. Um, if some of you have listened to our other episodes, you know our first episode was just about Frank Turner. And during that episode, we just kind of talked about Frank Turner and how he's the man. But we also had the exact same beer that episode. Yes, that's true. So, what's going to happen tonight when we only talk about one episode? One album? I mean, one album? <laughs> We're also going to have the same beer. Yes. So, this week, we are have both listened to... Actually... You know what? Well, We've been listening to this album for a long time. Since, since it came out. This album much. came out, what, like two, three months ago? Um, Something like that. I can, I can check um, real quick. The album that we've been listening to is After the Party by the Menzingers. And this yes. has been one of our favorite albums of the year so far. Actually, you know what? This came out last year. Yeah, it did. 2016. The very end of 2016. I would still say it was... Um, I thought it would tell me, but uh, it came out... Sometime, late, late 2016. Yeah, sometime last year. Super killer album. We love the Menzinger is such a good band. Uh, yeah, it's a fantastic album. And I mean, just like Frank Turner, they're amazing live. Yeah, they're we, so good live. We've seen them less than we've seen Frank Turner in the past year. But we've seen them a but, couple times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like the Frank Turner episode, we also have the exact same beer. Yeah, I already said. Do you remember that. what we had in the Frank Turner episode? Um. No, do you? Yes, the Blue Moon. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, the stout, the ca- yeah, cappuccino yeah, yeah, milk stout. You know what yeah. I say about that? That's kind of a terrible never, stout. No, no, no. Do you know what I say about you forgetting? What? Never forget. Never forget. <laughs> never forget. And never forgive. Blue oh. Moon for making that beer. <laughs> it wasn't that. I mean, it wasn't that bad. It just wasn't as good as the stout we're gonna have tonight. Exactly. It was a good stout, but the stout we're gonna have tonight is gonna be way better. Yes. And I've, so, only, I've actually only had this one other time, so I don't remember what it tastes like. But. What is this stout that we're about to have? Um, it is a yearly release, right? Yes. From Founders. Very, very limited. Um, you may have heard of it before. But because the shortened version is the... What do, what, what do people call it? Well, it's highly acclaimed. It is highly acclaimed. They say that it's highly acclaimed on the bottle. It actually says highly acclaimed. But it is highly acclaimed People in real life. normally call it the Coops. <laughs> you mean the or, KBS? Yeah, the KBS. <laughs> the Coops. People normally call it the Coops. Coops, but we call it the KBS. Yeah. And what does that stand for? Kentucky Bourbon Stout. Breakfast Stout. Breakfast Stout? Kentucky Breakfast Stout. Oh. Really? I Yeah, I guarantee oh. this is the Kentucky Breakfast Stout. Is that what it says on the back? Uh, no, but I, I promise you it's Kentucky you sure Breakfast Stout. Kentucky out. Breakfast Stout? Yeah, I promise. that Because there's coffee in it. That doesn't mean it has to be breakfast. There's yeah. also chocolate in it. What, do you have chocolate for breakfast? No. I promise you it's the Kentucky Breakfast Stout. Okay. I believe you. Uh, so this beer comes out once a year. It is super hard to get very limited, um, and we s- somehow managed to get our hands on two 12-ounce bottles. Well, you, you did. Well, I did, yeah, because I knew I knew where it was going to be, and I knew when they were releasing yeah, it. Yeah, luckily, uh, luckily we have a store, a, a shop in Nashville called Craft Brewed, where they Craft normally Brewed. get... Yeah, all these beers in. So they posted a little Instagram picture, and I waited in line to get this. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't. I wasn't able to be there. Yeah. Oh, but it was when I was working, right? You were working. I was yeah. able to snag some. Here's the description on the back of the KBS. This is word for word what they say. What we have, or no, I'm sorry, I've already screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> what we've got here is an imperial well, I stout. Mean, what we have here is yeah. like the same thing. An imperial stout brewed with a massive amount of coffee and chocolates. Then cave aged in oak bourbon barrels for an entire year to make sure wonderful the wonderful bourbon undertones come through in the finish. 
make your taste buds squeal with delight. <laughs> I think my, that's what they say. What if that actually, like, if your taste buds actually make like, noise? If you take a drink, your taste buds are like, then, <laughs> like you, you, like you open your mouth after the drink, and then your taste buds are like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like barely audible, you know. If my taste buds started talking, I'd be proud and alarmed at the same time. Yeah. I mean, if a beer could do it, I guess this one, they say this one could, so. I've had this before, but it's been a New York Minute, and this is the 2017 edition. 2017. 2017 release, it says on the back, so. so it'll be uh, a new check-in on our favorite app. Untapped. Favorite, favorite beer app. Untapped. Check untapped. it out if you like to drink beer and if your friends like to drink beer. That way you can keep track of what you had, you can see what your friends had. It's called Untapped. Yeah. Check like, it out on any place that you download apps for cellular devices. Untapped. Yeah. They're not even our sponsor. But speaking of which, who is our sponsor this I, week? I believe they're called Groot Shelf. Groot Shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. They're called Tree Shelf. Uh, a local Nashville band filled with a punk rock, indie, and acoustic. Yeah, it's great. They're great. It's like the band we're about to talk about, Menzingers, meets the band we talked about before, Frank Turner. Frank Turner. So imagine those two together, and that's what Tree Shelf's like. Check them out on iTunes, Spotify, Facebook, Tree Shelf. Soon to be, I'm, I think they're going to be on Instagram soon. I believe so, too. And I believe they're going to be full band soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll we're, see. We're all, we're all pulling for them. We're all pulling. But enough about Tree Shelf, our favorite sponsor and our non-sponsor, Untapped. And good friends. And good friends. What do you say that we crack this uh, founder's kbs, KBS Kentucky breakfast out and give it a try? <laughs> You know what? I think that's a good idea. All right, let's do that. Let me get let's let me find you a bottle opener. There's okay, yeah, it's around here somewhere. I don't have one. Um, while you do that, I'm gonna talk, give a little brief overview. Oh, there it is. He'll give you an overview later. We found the bottle opener, yep. and here we go. All right, let's crack these beers. Oh baby. Oh my goodness, sweet mother of mercy. It's I like, can smell it already. Oh my goodness. Do you smell it? Yes. Oh, this is a nice bottle opener. It looks like a little little glass. It is a little glass, kind of. Not looks like a little glass. All right, let's pour these into our glass and see okay. what the color looks like. I think this is going to look look like molasses. I think it's going to look like um, a mix of maple syrup and molasses. It's going to look like a sky without a moon and without stars. Black? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Here it goes. Oh, my. I'm right. I'm right. No. This is dark as night with no sun. That's... <laughs> As dark as night is dark. Uh, I don't know. I was going to try and do some Batman As thing. dark as the night, the so is this beer. I poured mine a little too vigorously, and yeah, the, the head is a little overwhelming. Yeah. But I'm going to really let is. it settle, and I'm going to pour the rest. Oh, this is this beer is so dark. Oh, my gosh. It smells so good, too. It smells like a dessert. It's like... I mean, it kind of does. I'm getting the chocolate. Like, a little a lot bit less than that double fudge. Yeah, I'd say so. Double fudge that it, you had it a tastes like, weeks ago. It tastes like roasted... Like oak and chocolate, like roasty flavors and chocolate flavors. That's all I'm smelling. Yeah, yeah, very roasty. Oh goodness gracious me! It smells so good. Right, I want to know what before we try this. Why don't we say? Why don't we? Why don't we clink, clink your glasses, and say everybody's favorite keyword. Everybody's favorite. Everybody's favorite uh, thing to say in the world. Yes. No it's, matter what it is. If you're about to board a plane, this is what you say. <laughs> yeah. If you're about to. If you're about to eat, jump and click eat, your heels. If you. <laughs> If you're about to eat a burger? If you're about to cast your, your fishing line. Yeah, if you're about to climb a mountain. If you're about to turn your car off. Or on. Or on. This is if what you're you about to make a left turn and you just want to say something before you put on that left turn signal because that's what normal drivers do. If you're about to climb down Mount Everest. Right, if you're about to play Zelda. If you're about to play T-ball and you can't hit the, the pitch so you have to hit it off of the T. Yeah, this, this is, what you, is what you say. Ship it a beep with Oh. Oh <sighs> my goodness, is that good? It is everything I remembered and more. It's more than what I remembered. Ooh, the flavor just keeps growing as you let it sit in your mouth. And the flavor does not go like I I took a sip and the flavor still has not left my Ooh, tongue. Ooh, I'm getting a lot of roastiness now. Yep. That is nice. The chocolate hits you real quick, that sweet chocolateiness, yeah. the creaminess, and then what what's left is the roastiness and that like bitter coffee flavor yeah like think about really sweet chocolate up front but then as time goes on 
you just kind of like if you ever smelt like coffee beans yeah that's kind of what the, the, the flavor is yeah like really dark probably a dark fresh roast, yeah. really fresh coffee like if you beans. just ground if you just grind coffee beans like just just ground coffee beans that's what this is yeah oh my this beer is so good uh. <laughs> all right that i've yeah. already got speaking of which jesse just had his first belch um and we do keep track here on uh, american brews and tunes because why wouldn't you and what is the prize this week um i don't know we didn't really choose beforehand here i'll think of a good prize the prize is that oh, this so person good. who wins okay gets a free beer from the other at the flying saucer the next time we go okay deal we're gonna shake on it deal or no deal, deal. <laughs> that's our, our handshake oh yeah the handshake noise. Noise. But, we'll redo that. it handshake <laughs> all right deal <laughs> mm. i wish they made this year round because it is actually you know it's kind of nice having that limited release so that you have like something really special well, yeah, it's it's nice to um, have something to look forward to. It is, and you know, but maybe like twice a year would be better than once a year. But yeah, it's that's their fine. choice. We'll live with it. It's such a good beer. I'm gonna make it this last for quite a while. Yeah, definitely. Um, I um, mean, I mean, you have to, you have to make it last. It's also it's pretty potent. Do you know what the ABV is on eleven point eight? I looked already. Yeah, this this beer is eleven point eight percent, so it's it's pretty boozy. Just oh, it's almost at twelve for our twelfth episode. Yeah, so that's how perfect is that? Almost the alcohol content of like a glass two of and wine. a half regular regular beers, right? Uh, depending on what beer you drink, yeah. Let's say like an average like five percent beer. Okay, yeah, it's about two and almost two and, two and slightly a under two, like two and a quarter. So it's not a beer that you're gonna have a lot of. Um, you don't drink it quickly. It's it's pretty heavy. Um, but boy, it's so tasty. It is. I can't, I can hardly, my, wait, can you hear my taste buds? Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. That was them. <laughs> here's, I can't believe it. Here's what I imagine this to taste like. Okay. What? So you had a bonfire the other night, right? Okay. And you find an old scrap of wood that was burnt, but not completely gone. Okay. So you take that and you take some coffee beans. Okay. All right. You put them to the side. And then you go and get a chocolate cupcake. You put your chocolate cupcake down on the counter. Are you making a sandwich with all these items? No. Okay. So you take the chocolate cupcake. Okay. And you put it on the counter. You take the piece of wood that's been burnt, and you take a grater. You grate some of that wood on top so you get a nice ashy, like, oak charred flavor. Then you take your coffee beans, and you kind of grind them up and just put a little bit of powder on top of it. Okay. And you take a bite of that cupcake from the top. Wow, all right. That's what I'm getting from. Oh, is there is there it, frosting on the cupcake? That yes, that's why you get the creaminess that that's in oh, here. Oh, what kind of frosting though? Chocolate. Chocolate frosting. Fro- it has to be chocolate. Fro- chocolate dark dark chocolate, chocolate frosting. Dark chocolate like cream cheese frosting. No cream cheese. I wouldn't go cream cheese. I would just say dark. Uh, not as like cream cheese. Not as cloyingly, sugarly sweet as like regular frosting. So maybe like cream cheese is definitely less. We'll go sweet. with we'll go with cream cheese. Yeah, or I would like say a goat. That works. Uh, have you ever had like goat cheese frosting? No, have you? No, but I had. Here, here's, here's why I say this. Here's why I say this. The other okay. the other night, I had a goat cheese ice cream. Oh, was it good? It was good, and it didn't have that cloying sweetness. Okay, interesting. That that's the only reason why I say that. It was at a local Nashville. Well, they're not just Nashville. It's a uh, an ice cream place called Jenny's. Never heard of it. I went there with with uh, Becca. It's right by Ugly Mug. You remember that? Oh, uh, yep, yeah, I remember shop? that. that. Like whenever, whenever I first moved here, we went there. Delicious. Anyways, yeah. I think the beer will probably, like, the, the, the flavor profile might change as it warms up. Oh, yeah, definitely. So we'll let you know if anything changes drastically. If not, we won't let you know. Yeah, if not, I mean, just try to get your hands on it yourself. Yeah. If not, sorry. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, you know, you got to be on top of your game whenever whenever you're, you know, in the beer, beer game. In the beer game. <laughs> it's, a, right. it's a competitive field. You ready to start talking about this mumbo jumbo? No, I'm ready to start talking about the Menzingers. Yeah, Menzingers is synonymous with mumbo jumbo. <laughs> is it? <coughs> oh, that means yes. <laughs> that means yes in burp language. Burp once for yes. <laughs> burp two, two for, for no. Double yes. <laughs> for double yes. <laughs> All right. In all honesty, I've been listening to this album ever since it came out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, pretty regularly. Yeah. Like- 
Um, like, if I'm in my car and I'm like, ah, oh, what do I want to listen to? I just put this album on. Yeah. and I, Because it's just so good. I think this is their <clears throat> fifth four, release. Fifth? I think it's their fifth. Okay. Um, and if you haven't listened to The Men's Singers before, they've got a fantastic back catalog. They really do. You you won't you won't be um, disappointed by anything that they've released. No, definitely not. Actually, their first release I can't remember what it's called. I don't um, think I've listened to it. It's my least favorite, and then it gets better with every album. Okay. Um, the first, uh, I think their second album's called Chamberlain <clears throat> Waits. Really good album. And then their third album's called On the Impossible Past, which is phenomenal. Amazing. And then after that, they have an album called Rented World, which is again also amazing. phenomenal. And finally. We're left with what just came out after the party. After the party, yep. Right, so, um, so do you kind of want to give a brief overview of what this album's about? Yes. Um, so essentially when they say after the party, they mean after um, your f- formative adult years, which they mean by 20s. Like yeah. after the discovery, exploratory years of your life, you're in the years where you're supposed to have it figured out, which yeah, means after much. the party. So it's so, about growing up and being in your 30s. And I'm not just guessing because their title track talks about, or not the title track, the first track on the album says, now that we're in our 30s. And so that's, that's yeah. literally what he means. Yeah. And so... And a lot of the other songs also talk about yeah, that. Yeah, not not know. just that one, but all the songs tie into that main theme. And they, they kind of vary from, from subject to subject, but they all kind of relate into that main theme. Yeah, definitely. And so... Kind of a concept album, but not... Not really, though. I wouldn't say concept album because it follows one narrative, but all songs lead into that theme, even loosely to to strongly. So they they all kind of relate into that theme. Yeah, I mean... I'd say it's almost a concept album. Yeah, of like realizing that you're... You're not young anymore. You need to grow up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Or not... Yeah, or just, you know, just dealing with that. Right. Which is kind of where we are in general right now. I mean, we're halfway through our 20s. We are. It's That's weird. Yeah, I thought about that while listening to this album today. I was like, I'm going to be 26 in July. This is strange. You old man, you. Yeah. Well, Pops is older than me. Yeah. Our roommate. Our roommate, Pops. Yeah, he's an old man. An old man. That's what we call him, Pops. Um, so, as far as uh, past weeks, we always would uh, outline each album very specifically and recommend three songs. Mm-hmm. This week, we're going to have four, like, we each picked four songs that we would recommend, and we'll touch very briefly on the rest of the songs. Yes, so we're going to focus more on the songs that we would recommend. Yes. Essentially. But, but we're going to go through in we're gonna order. Go, we're going to go through in order, yes. And then after we go through them, then we'll, well, wait, do you just want to talk I'll, about We'll, we'll outline we... as we go through, yeah. Okay, sounds good. So the very first song is called Tellin' Lies, which I recommended. I gave it Did five you? stars. I rated everything on the star system. Okay. But the songs I recommend, I gave a special rating. What's your special rating? Fast food. What? <laughs> so this Tell em Lies, I rated as Taco Bell. Ooh. Not something I always want to come back to, but every time I come back to, it's great. Does, <laughs> so, that, does that remind you? Does it make sense? What? Like Taco Bell? Like, you don't Yeah, like, yeah, you're like, oh, I really shouldn't have that, but then you come back to it and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I always remember why I love it. But, like, but then the next morning you regret oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> so we won't go with the regret portion for why just I read it. Just the coming back yeah. to, to it all. Did time. you recommend this song by chance? Nope. Okay, well, I did, so I'm going to talk about why. Okay. Uh, the first thing that stuck out to me is the very first line Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, everything is terrible. Yeah. Which. Like harkens back to their first song on on the impossible past, which mm-hmm. was called "Good Things," and that the first line of that song was "I've been having a horrible time." Huh? Where have, so, I, heard, or have, have I heard that before recently? I think someone played it earlier today on their yeah. acoustic guitars, but who knows? <laughs> but those lines are pretty similar, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. And so it's I mean, accident on purpose? I don't know. Who knows? Um, I don't know. It's definitely not positive per se. Um, I do want to say uh, one thing. Uh huh. Um. It was very, very difficult for me to choose four songs um, because the entire album is amazing. You know what I mean? Yes, I did not give Below a four-star rating. I mean, if I were... Yeah, yeah, I I could see that easily. Um, And also... uh, Oh, darn it, what was I about to say? Who knows, but I'll keep moving on with this. Yeah, keep going on. If I remember it, uh, I'll touch Um, on it later. But this is the song that is about growing up and being out of your 20s. And yeah. literally, it says that because the course is where are we gonna go now that our twenties are over? Yeah, 
Where um, we gonna go now that our twenties are over? Mm-hmm. And so it's in your thirties, you think you're supposed to have it all figured out, but by the way he phrases it, it's yeah. like, what do you do if it's not all figured out? And that's why that's what the song is called, "Telling Lies." Yeah, but I don't mind telling lies. Yeah, you know, about. But, other than the message, which is awesome, this song is so catchy. Yes, it is. Um, there is a guitar part. Oh, there's two guitar parts. There's one guitar part that's... And the other guitar part has this arpeggiator line. And they complement each other so well. So you've got like the syncopated chord and then this arpeggiated guitar. And they go together so well. So catchy. Uh, it's a really happy, positive-sounding song, even though it's talking about growing up and yeah, and trying to figure it out when everyone thinks you should have it figured out and you right. might not. Yeah, because um, a lot of the bands I listen to talk about like being like getting out of college and not having having it figured out and how that's a problem. Yeah. So and now the Menzingers. Are what like, is like if you're in your thirties and you don't have it figured out? That's a bigger problem. Yeah. And so they're like, we're screwed. What do we do? Yeah. Um, this song's a great opener. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Because literally, as soon as it starts, you got this this guy hitting his cymbals, all these like open chords going on, um, and that's when we saw them last. They opened with this song, yeah. so great opener. Um, yeah, both on the album and live. The only like major side note I have is the very end. They slow it down, and it's a different melody almost, and a different I song love, feel. I love that part. I do too, because I think that's kind of like the Those... somber, everything sinking in feeling. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, like the, the, the unsettling tension. truth. Yes. That you yeah. can cut with a knife. Yeah, I love... Those lines are so good. I think that's the... It's everything settling in and sinking and feeling and everything feels somber. Well, yeah, and then there's like the kind of a tone of like like regret. Mm-hmm. That tension you can cut with a knife, that wedding ring that never felt right. Mm-hmm. Like that, I, that line I love the most. You know, like if you rush into like a marriage, like you're... Not screwed, but like if it like doesn't sit right, then you're like growing up, and you're like, man, like what have I done? Exactly. You know, I have wasted all this time. And great song though. It's Taco. They it's, don't mind telling lies. This song's Taco yeah. Bell, yo. As far yo, as I go, this song's Taco Bell. But on to song number two, which I also recommended. Of course, yeah. I did mean, you recommend nope. Thickest Thieves? No. Nope. Oh, I did. This song is called Thickest Thieves, and I gave it five stars. And here's my rating. Okay. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Everybody loves Chick-fil-A. It's phenomenal. Sometimes it gives you a bellyache if you get a chicken sandwich, fries, uh, waffle fries, I'm sorry, and a milkshake. But it's always good, never bad. And if you live in the north, I don't think they have much Chick-fil-A up there. So, Well, I don't know which north you're talking about. Like The north, you... like Minnesota. The Midwest, the north of the Midwest. How about that? The north Midwest, yeah. yeah. So in like northeast, like Pennsylvania, definitely. They do have Chick-fil-A up there. Everywhere, yeah. yeah. But in Minnesota... They do not. They have well. They have like two. They have like one or like one, like one or two in the mall Chick-fil-A, of America. Well, if you guys don't know Chick Fil A, it's a chicken sandwich place, and it's way better than any other chicken sandwich you've yes. ever had. Here's how good the chicken is. Ugh. I'm a person who, when I'm eating French fries, I eat equal parts ketchup with the fry. It's <laughs> disgusting to most people, but I I sauce things so much. I pour it sauce is, everywhere. It is kind of if I ridiculous. If I make myself a chicken sandwich, I will douse it in barbecue mayonnaise, whatever I need. When I go to Chick Fil A, I don't need a single drop of sauce on my sandwich. That's yep. how good it is. Yeah. If you haven't had Chick Fil A, you're missing out. Travel somewhere where <clears throat> Chick Fil A is and have it. You know what? Just plan a vacation around Chick Fil A. Do it. It's great. Anyways, on to Thickest Thieves. Yep. This song is thick like pumpkin pie. Alakazam! Alakazam. Everyone loves pumpkin pie. Um, <laughs> Not everybody, but... Well, yes, I didn't used to like it. But you grew to like it. That's true, yeah. The intro Same in the song is song. so good. It's the guitar part, which is doubled by a bass. do 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 And then the drums kick in. Ga-ga-ga-boo-do-ga-do-do-cue. And it sounds like a classic rock song, almost. Yeah, yeah. And I remember right. when I showed you the song, you're like, this is kind of a weird, lame classic rock song, right? Yeah, but then... And then the cor- the verse sits in. Yeah. Where he doubles the the time on the hi-hat. Boom, boom. And he hits a couple, yeah. like, Tom hits. It's just, ah, oh, the, the verse is so good. And the first line in the verse is, I held up a liquor store demanding top-shelf metaphors. Yeah. What a really cool. Let's like. How do you think of a line like that? It's I know, so right? cool, awesome line. 
Um, a lot of the other things he's talking about in the song, I don't really know. I, I read the lyrics, um, and I, it's, well, it's hard the, to tell. At the last show we saw them at in Birmingham, he said, this is a song about when we were in Europe and we got in trouble or something like that. And Yeah, he talks about that too, but I also read that he's talking about... I don't even know. Who who knows? But Nonetheless, when, it's a good song. When it gets to the chorus, it's thick as thieves. So I'm t- I'm, he's talking about camaraderie. Thick as thieves. And being with people who like obviously share similar values, you care about... Yeah, it's a great song. The, the the music has a great groove, and if you don't jump to this song, you're a zombie. <laughs> when we saw them live, was there anyone not jumping to this song? Probably. Mm-mm. If someone's in the back, well, those some, people were idiots. If someone just came to see Jeff Rosenstock, maybe they still probably jumped. Yeah, I, Jeff I would, Rosenstock's awesome, though. By the way, that's true. Um, I remember what I was going to say. Yes. Um. This, like so many other albums, I did not love it at first, but but as I kept listening to it, it just grew on me so much, and it's so amazing. That's all I wanted to say. And talking about things that grow on you, algae is pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, but how about those eye crusties you get when you wake they up? They grow on you, right? Eye boogers, as some people call them. Yeah. No, but Eww. literally, growing on you, the next song grew on me, which is song number three, Lookers. Lookers, yeah. This is the first single they released. And now, let me go to my rating. Five stars. Did you recommend it? I recommended it. Okay. Here's my fast food restaurant. Five guys. Poomph guys. The best. This is the best of the best as far as burgers, as far as fast either. food goes. The best burgers, the best food. French fries. They're not fast food. They're literally not, but I would classify them as fast food. They're not fast food. They're more like, they're more like a Chipotle. Chipotle is not fast food. I would call Chipotle fast food. No, it's not. Yes, I would. No, it's You not. don't, but I do. So let's Mo's? agree to... I would call Moe's fast food. That's not fast food. It is. Let's agree to disagree. Let's shake on it real quick. How about that? All right. Whoosh. All right. So Lookers, the first <laughs> single that they released... Um, yes, at, it was. At yeah. my first listen, I was like, it's good, not great. Yeah. Right now, after listening to so much, it's my favorite song on the album. Really? It is so unbelievably catchy. It's the catchiest song on the album by far and large. In your Ooh. opinion. Nope. Not opinion. Truth. Fact. Fact. This song is the catchiest song on the entire album. I don't know. I didn't recommend um, it. Uh, Message-wise, this song is about looking at photographs and reminiscing about how things were at that time when the picture was taken. Yeah, exactly. So, like... We were both lookers being, in yeah. that picture, you know? We were both lookers in the old days. Yeah. And he, he talks about, like... Uh, he must be looking at multiple photographs, at least oh, yeah, when he's yeah. writing the song, because he talks about all different instances. Um, but the, the verses are great, but the chorus is so good. Yeah. Sha-la-la-la, Jersey girls are always total heartbreakers. Julie from the Wonder Bar has to wonder where you are. But that was the old me and you. Yeah, we were both lookers. So catchy. Yeah. How do you not listen to that chorus and say, this is the... This is the greatest song on the album, by far and large. Check Wikipedia. It's true. (laughs) Well, for the recommendations that I did, I wanted I wanted to choose songs that maybe you didn't wouldn't choose. Well, so we could talk more. Good about Good job. I, in fact, before we actually recorded this podcast, Jesse asked me what I recommended, and I said no because I don't want you to know. Yeah. So. So either way, uh, I I don't want to like. Literally, I don't want to pick songs that were singles that were pushed before the album was released. This was definitely the first single pushed, but I can't let that sway like a. Persuade you? I can't let that persuade me not to pick it because this song is too good for me. It's very, very it's good. It's very good. It's so catchy. I love the beginning too. It's yeah because he sings uh, the first verse, but with him just uh, by with a guitar and it's soft and, and it's quiet, just like clean electric. Yeah, and it sounds like it's way off in the distance. Yeah, very catchy Lost song. Lost in a picture frame. And this kind of like reminds me of like Wonder Years, almost like the songs where you're thinking about like diners and stories and old friends, like that yeah. kind of feel. Like true life stories that are talking like about their own life, just yeah. reminiscing about the way things used yeah. to be. Great song, and I mean, you naturally do that whenever you you know start getting older, mm-hmm. you know. And so, but great song, I definitely recommend this. Yeah, it's in my top four. In yeah. fact, this is my number one song. Okay, nice. Um, and that's why I love that first line too. Lost in a lost picture in frame. a picture frame, the way my body used to behave. 
Um, yeah, like such a good. Just think about that line though. Lost in a picture frame. Like you, I find myself looking at old pictures all the time. And it brings like when it brings you, you look back at a picture like it, it that you know. It brings you back, and you yeah. you have reminisce. You can smell things that you smelled when that picture was taken. You can hear songs that you listened to smell around those smelled. times. It's 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 Where like you're taking pictures like in Chick Fil A. It's sensory um, oh, sensory memory, you know right? What I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Associations. Yeah. Like there are songs I listen to and I think of specific instances. The same thing can happen with smells. That's all that I'm makes saying. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but on to the next song, number four, Midwestern <laughs> states. I did not recommend. Same. Did you? But I gave it four stars. I do like it a lot, though. They played this live in Birmingham as they well. They did. It's super catchy. and So good. I mean, literally, it's talking about driving from um, somewhere in the northeast, probably Philly or somewhere, to L.A. And they're the, they, they're trying to stop somewhere, but they want yeah. to drive through the Midwestern states. Oh, yeah, Like, that's yeah, yeah. literally what it's about, but there's, like, s- little snippets in the song where he's talking about who he's driving with. I'm assuming it's a girl. Yeah. And they're talking about their shared moments. And, yeah, yeah I mean, from what I can tell, it seems like this, this song is about, like, his, his, we need to, like, get out of it. Like, we have to do something that matters. Yeah. So we need to get out of here and, like, get through the med- Midwestern states to yeah. somewhere where things are happening or whatever. My two favorite references in this song is when he references Netflix. Yep. When he's talking about watching some crappy documentary or... Uh, Ooh, some kids, or reality some kids show or some or reality shows. show, yeah. Because I don't think I've ever listened to a serious song say anything about Netflix. Yeah, what's the uh, what's the line? Um, most nights we always fall asleep with something, something dumb, dumb on Netflix. Netflix. Most nights trash reality or kids cartoons or, or poopy documentaries. <laughs> yeah, he uses the other word, but yeah, this but is, it's, uh, it's it's kind of cool to hear a, a like a not poppy trash song talk about Netflix. Yeah, it, like whenever I first heard that's that, li- whenever it's real I first life. heard that I was like, whoa. That's real interesting. life. Like, yeah. I've never heard someone like talk about Netflix. In, in a, a real situation. Yeah. My other favorite reference is when he talks about um, getting his college diploma. Like two worthless, we got two worthless diplomas from worthless universities. Yeah, but at least they made our parents happy. Yeah, and cost a whole cost lot of money. cost a whole lot of money, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's kind of a cool song. I gave it four stars. Great song. Uh, I just it's not in my top four. Um, just a note: I didn't give any ratings. Fair enough. Um, but but just your, your rating four. your ratings reflect what I think as well. Yeah. Next song number five: Charlie's Army. I gave four stars again. I didn't recommend it, but I, I recommended really it. it. You recommended it? Wow! Yep. I would not have guessed that. Really? Let me can I give my well uh, remember give whatever me, give me my brief description. Then you talk about what you need to talk about. Okay. Uh, the song super catchy. Literally, it's about him fighting with an ex girl, uh, his girlfriend's ex boyfriend, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's literally. dating this girl, um, and somehow he runs into her ex boyfriend, and they get Charlie. into an argument. Yeah. Um, but the best part of this song is the first time he I already, gets. To, I already know what you're gonna say. Are you gonna reference this, or should I? No, you go it? for it. Yeah. It's the right after the first chorus. He goes into this. Would you call it a post chorus? What would you call it? Uh, well, let's, let's say post-chorus Pre-verse, post-chorus And it's the song where he says Tell your man I ain't afraid to die If loving Julie is a capital crime Yeah This gaze, this line gives me the razy uppies when he gets to it Only the first yeah. time Because he, he comes back but to then this the line second time, it's, it's much like, heavier It's kind of like a bridge then Yeah This song's so catchy and it's, it's really so good. good Like I said, I give it four stars I will always listen to this song It's just not one I recommend I would give it five stars So there's, I see there's Why? no reason to not, to not give it five stars in my Well, opinion. the only reason I didn't give all these songs five stars is because I wanted a differential between the ones I recommended and the ones I did. That makes sense, yeah. So go ahead and, and give it why Why did um, you recommend this? I mean, literally that line is one of the one of the top reasons why I recommended it. Mm-hmm. Because he says, you know, like, tell your man I'm not afraid to die. You know, like he's... I'm, I'm, he's, I'm putting it all out there. Yeah, like he's totally committed to this girl. You know, like he's <laughs> getting into his 30s. He's like... If loving this girl means I'm gonna die, I'm gonna do it. He's like, you know what? Go darn it! Yeah, like, I'll do it. He's like, oh well, golly, or I at, gotta go all in. Or as the Minnesotans would say, ah heck, <laughs> darn tootin, you bet. I just gotta love Julie. Sure, <laughs> sure. Tapioca, <laughs> tapioca, eh? <laughs> tapioca. Well, get off the roof and clean your room. Uh, you said it wrong. It's supposed to be a roof. Get off the roof and clean your room. <laughs> we don't need to get back in. Yeah, we don't need accents. to. We've done enough of this. Uh, <laughs> Fast so I'll, I'll let you keep talking about Charlie's Army. Um, but I mean, that's that's really it. I mean, it's so catchy too. It is ridiculously catchy. Like, 
What's another word for ketchup? Because we use that line. We use That's that true. Word a lot. We do. Yeah. Um, it, Infectious. Uh, it, it sticks in your brain, like Elmer's glue sticks to. How about gorilla other glue? Other pieces of paper when you were in kindergarten. Imagine this: you put gorilla glue on your hand, and then you handshake somebody. Yeah, your You're hands stuck. will be stuck together. I'm sorry, but they are. And, and it's the same thing with this song. The song stuck the, in your brain with gorilla glue. And one of the reasons why I recommended this song too was because right from the first time I heard it. I was like, this song's awesome. Agreed. And that didn't happen with the other ones for me. <laughs> okay, I can see that. Because it's just so catchy. Like, like, like the chorus, Charlie Tommy's coming for me. Charlie Tommy's coming for me. Nice harmony. Good to job. To me. Yeah. I did the harmony. <laughs> Good job staying on melody to me. What up, everybody? What up? <laughs> you got anything else to say about that track? Um... I mean, there's not much else to say. Like that's it's just super catchy. It's got a way, good message. That's yeah. That like yeah. he's he's like Some of he's, sticks with you, you sing he's it again. committing. And I mean, I can relate to that song too because it's like well, like at some point you have to commit to something. Um, but you know, so that's one reason why I like it. Is like he is like going all out. You know, he's being honest too. Like he's like just tell him I'm not afraid to die. Like he can come at me with his entire army. They can kill me. But I'm not going to stop. Well, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that song is just good. It's just so good. Charlie's Armory, recommended by Jesse Titus. Recommended by me. Um, On to song number six. That was my number one recommendation as well. Oh, wow. I would not have guessed that. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. Number six, House but, on Fire. But again, the, uh, I mean, like, I recommend them all, obviously. Oh, same here. It's tough to choose. So, like, they're, <clears throat> you know, I might say this one's first, but it's like, well, it's it, like... It's, it's like think about it as like Simil- one. Think, think of it as like first, and then like just a little tiny notch down is second, and same for the next two. Yeah. Number six, House on Fire. Recommended it. I did not. Okay. But I burped. Do you still have one more recommendation? Yes, I do. I wonder if we're gonna recommend one of the same ones. We'll see. So, um, what do you say about House on Fire? It's just so good. It's it's like it's so tough to to say anything more than that other than you recommend Eric in the song I mean it's just good like the it's 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 like Elmer's glue I think this might be my favorite message Mm -hmm. on the entire yeah why don't you talk about that then like it's the chorus literally the chorus says waiting for your life to start and you die Mm -hmm. so if you wait for your life to start and then die then you don't do anything right yeah and the next line is was your heart beating in the first place like did you ever really live Mm-hmm. And um, kind of topical. I just recently watched uh, Braveheart. Okay, yeah, I know. And um, William well, Wallace. While well, I was working, don't yeah. tell anyone that I work with. Oh, shh. Sh- they'll be fine. I mean, what? I can, I can watch things in the background while I work. Wink, yeah, wink. you have. You're uh, you're very good at multitasking. I am. Um, but William Wallace, while he's being held captive, that's Mel Gibson's character. He yes. says, uh, "Well." This one girl says, "Aren't you afraid to die?" And he's like, "He's like, yeah, but everyone dies. But how many men really live?" Yeah, and it's like, it's a pretty bold statement. That's that's meaningful. Literally, I'm gonna die. You're gonna die. I mean, unless we become immortal somehow, which that's I mean, not gonna hey, happen. That's not gonna happen. Let's be honest. Maybe in the future they'll, they'll discover something. I don't know. Definitely. Probably I not. doubt it. But you but know, don't, in all honesty. Know. With mortality, we're gonna die one day. I guess what I'm saying is, don't hold your breath for immortality. Yeah, but don't wait to die. Start yeah. living now. And this is like the same. This kind of harkens back to Charlie's Army. It's like he's like, I have to do it. Like I have to go for it because I'm gonna die eventually. I'm only young once. Like I'm only, you know, this age once. I gotta go for it. So tell so, your man I'm not afraid to die. You know. So it doesn't start with anybody else. It starts with I, me, yeah. I, and you know what I stands for initiative hmm. how's that i, I just created that <laughs> oh, right I see, I see what you're you see what i did yeah. that's pretty cool little yeah. uh well, copyright steve. steven uh because it starts with an i initiative steve you are a word smith webster should call you for their next dictionary update yes they should and they should pay me bank because I like money. Yeah, we could add phrases such as shibbity beep dow or brooping. <laughs> what are other words we created? Um, I'm trying to think of one. I think brooping is the best one that we've created, though. It is. We talked about that in another, some other another ones. episode. Oh, grass. Uh, grass. Grass. Yeah, yeah we created grass that. is definitely one. Um, we'll figure out some other ones later. 
Oh yeah. Let's definitely. move on to number seven, which is called Black Mass. I did not recommend it, but I, I did lo- not I either. Love it, though. I, I love- It's I gave the song four stars. Obviously, it's a much slower song, which is what I was about to say. This is the first song that actually nice. goes change of pace. Yeah, like all the other songs are are not super fast, but they're definitely heavy, faster. Yeah, just heavier. Uh, this song definitely tones it back. It's driven by bass and guitar, like a bum 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 bum. Bum bum, almost like a slow yeah. bluesy type feel. Would you say? And do you think it's talking black by Black Mass? Do you think he means funeral? Yeah, I th- you'd have funeral to, right? type. And I think he talks about like a friend leaving, and I don't know if he, he's talking about like a friend like yeah. traveling away or dying because yeah. it, could, it could go I either way. I couldn't really tell. And Based I on mean, how you interpret it, it could go either way. Who are we to say what they actually mean? Who knows? You know. Um, but he's talking about a Black Mass, which think is a funeral mass i'm pretty sure it's like I, a, like a funeral procession. it's either yeah. a funeral mass or a satanic mass those are two very uh, different things i'm pretty sure it's funeral i don't think it's satanic i think it's funeral i i, I think i read somewhere that black mass might mean satanic but let's just say they don't seem like a satanic band yeah they were raised catholic and they're in the northeast yeah. so let's say funeral mass i don't know i think it's probably funeral but I, I think it's about a friend either leaving or dying and he's kind of talking about either way though about losing their... connection with somebody yes yes yeah. and not wanting to to leave them and then just that the very end of the song the when he's like, like just a little bit longer yeah, it's just a, such a good part for just a little just a little bit longer just a little bit a little bit longer that's the best song just a little just a little bit longer oh that was nice I know right good job but uh shake hands alright we'll high five we'll high five on that Uh, that uh, just a little bit longer part, the bridge is really cool. Well, yeah, because he's asking, like, can you just, just stay, stay a little for bit longer? A little bit longer, yeah. just a little bit longer. I, no, I think he's talking about a friend who died. And like, the thing I love about that melody and how quiet it is and how like toned back it is, is just is just the fact that it's like it's it's like he's pining after this person, is the way I feel about it. Mm-hmm. So that song is great. That. that song is great. I didn't recommend it, but it's awesome. Yeah. And like I said, and like Jesse said, even though we don't recommend it, you you guys should listen to the entire yeah, album. Like, the whole thing's good, start to back. This album is definitely up there, just as much as I would recommend Frank Turner's album. So the next song, which is track number eight, is called Boy Blue, which I gave four... Recommended it! Oh, very nice. I did not recommend, but I still gave four stars as mm-hmm. per usual. You um, can't give any song below four stars in this album. I know, I know. And after the Black Mass having that slow feel, this song picks it up. Big time. Yes, it does. This song picks it up big time, man. Oh, big time, yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, back to Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> you betcha. Um, but while this song picks it up, uh, it is not in general a very happy song. No, I and it's and so it's so catchy, but it's not it's not happy. And I think from what we can tell it's not very happy. I think the song's about somebody overdosing. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what they mean by boy blue. Maybe like his like face is, is turning that, blue. Is that like a reference to something specific, or my guess is like when when someone's dying, maybe like their face turns like blue, like you know what I mean? Yeah, because the the main like the first uh, line in the chorus is uh, the boy blue with the silver spoon. We found him dying, dying in the living yeah, room. Yeah, dying in the living room. So like the yeah. silver spoon implying uh, what's the drug that you do with that heroin? Is that what it probably is? heroin. Yeah, you melt in a spoon, I think. Yeah, I think so. I, I saw it on Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah, I still have to finish that show. Also, Requiem for a Dream. Did you ever see that? Nope. Oh, my goodness. I that heard, movie will I heard, mess you up. I heard that if you ever want to just like be sad and depressed, watch that movie. If you want to be sad and if you want to never have the urge to do heroin, watch that watch movie. That movie. Apparently. It's, it, the movie is very disturbing, very messed up, but it's a good message. Um, but I'll say this about this song. The reason I recommended it is just because it's so galdern catchy. And since we're going to try to use different words than catchy, um, it is almost like... If you are playing, melodically if you're, if appealing, you're, no, no, no. If you're playing Pokemon Go, oh, nice. And they're but just they're just on. a bunch of by like by our house. There's just a bunch of, of Rhyhorns on by the uh, the Percy Priest Dam. What are you gonna be doing there? Catching Rhyhorns. You're gonna be catching them. Gotta catch them all. You gotta be catchy there. <laughs> oh god. You gotta be catching them there. <laughs> so just like catching all those Rhyhorns, like oh, last time we were there, gosh. we saw like five Rhyhorns. Yes. There was a time I saw six awesome. in a flying V. Yeah, you showed me that picture. That was hilarious. Um, so, yeah, Pokemon Go, Boy Blue, great song. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Next song is song number nine, 
Bad no, don't, Catholics. Don't you want to talk about that song a little bit more? No, I, I can talk about it enough. Okay. Unless you got anything else to say. No, other than the fact that it's just... It's so... Uh, just the... Like the pre-chorus. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's super catchy. Song. And the, like the drums specifically on this song, are just so good. They are good. Like they're much different than other songs on the album so far. Number nine. Nice <coughs> burp. Number nine. Number nine. Yeah. So number nine. Bad Catholics. Uh, like we said earlier, they were raised Catholic. Yeah, and I I don't recommend this song. Well. Literally, I do recommend it, but it's not one of my recommendations. I gave Same. this song four and three quarters stars. Oh wow! I'm, I'm sorry, four and four, four fifths. Okay, see stars. See, I see you're going back to you're still using that type of system. Okay. Yes, um, this song I believe was a single they pushed before it, was, it came yeah. out. It was yeah, like the second was. single. I remember. I remember whenever you're like, check out this new song about the men singers. It and was. They also played it at that one show before it came out. Yeah, that we yeah. saw. Super catchy song. Um, the chorus is great. The verses are great. Message-wise, it's about him having some love with some girl who they both were Catholic and they got into some trouble, did some unsavory things, and then parted ways. Yeah. They grew up, had lives of their own, came back to town, and saw each other. Is, so this, it, is this the one? No, never mind. Never mind. So it's never like mind. him, maybe like after, after again like his thirties, he comes to a Catholic block party or something. Yeah, sees the girl like that, he yeah. used to date, and then he reminisces about their times with her. Yeah, and they talk about it fondly, but they know it's something in the past that they can't get back. Yeah, um, yeah, because because this is this is the the song that starts out with, "We should have never thought that we could get stoned and, and drive around with just a half a pack of smokes." Yeah. Yeah, so but like he the, talks the about chorus like, is like know. bad Catholics, weren't we, darling? Always dropping out before communion started. And so it's he he realizes that the love connection doesn't work, even though they had something similar in common. They like getting in trouble when they weren't supposed to. Yeah, but they can reconcile even though they're older and they they can't make it work. So again, like talking about the past. Yes, it's, you know, it's definitely on the past. Talking knowing about they their, have to grow up and they need to together, move on. You know, yeah. and the the chorus is so catchy. It's yeah, it such is. a good song. But this um, is also one of the songs that whenever I first heard the single, I was like, eh. Same here. And then you know. it grew on me big time. No, big I, time. I, this single grew on me big time. Slap it a bass, man. <laughs> uh, I love the song. It's great. Unfortunately, since I can only pick four songs, I can't recommend it yeah like we said earlier. wink wink even though you should listen to it like we said earlier you can pretty much this whole album is yeah. a five star in my opinion but. on to song number 10 which is called your wild years it's, it's not song. one of the ones i recommend but i'll give it four songs it's called your wild years yes not your wilder years uh no your it, wild years yeah, yeah. your wild right. years did you, right. you, did you recommend it nope all right it's a good song though uh but the chorus uh it's it's about him and a girl I, I think it's a girl. Unless I would it's a guy. Who knows? Today, today is so progressive, it's hard to tell these days what the pronoun you means. Yeah, I mean... I'm, I'm assuming it means I'm, girl. I think it's probably a girl. It's, um, but the chorus, he says, A little Irish in your blood, a little Polish in your name, a little Boston in your t- attitude... Just, just the, the way, way you were raised. raised, yeah. Which I actually really like that chorus. I think it's kind of yeah. cool. The blending A little of Irish in your blood... A little Polish in your name, a little Boston in your attitude, just the way you were raised. Just so good. And he talks about real specific instances about going over to the girl's house, and I think he says like talking about getting drunk with the father, his stepfather. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, he's like, I got drunk with your father in the afternoon. We were like sitting in the living room. And he talks about like and going like, through you- pictures. Like showing what her wild years were like. Yeah, a yeah. box labeled "Former You." Yeah, so like yeah. when you think of that, it's like pictures, old things. Talk kind of like, reminds you about right the song the, "Lookers," the right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so reminiscing old things, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's a good song. I don't recommend it, but on to the next song, number eleven, "The Bars." The Bars. Love I gave it. the song four stars. I don't recommend it, but super good song. What do you think about yeah, it? Yeah, I I like it a lot. Um, starts off slow, and actually it's. I, I say after Black Mass, this is the, the next song that actually changes up the pace. Yeah, definitely. It's got a Irish drinking song feel almost, like a it's in, kind of, a yeah. triple meter. If you imagine going to a bar, 
singing with your friends when there's no song on the jukebox. Like, you know what I mean? It's like an Irish drinking song, per yeah. se. But then, halfway through, they sp- they go double time, they speed up, and turn yeah. to a punk song. Um, lyrically, it's not really happy at all. It's about wasting away at a bar and being drunk, almost like borderline alcoholic, and how it's like ruining your life. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not happy. That's kind of a, a, I guess maybe what they're maybe what they're saying. I'm not really sure. Is you know like that's part of being young. Mm. In their opinion. You know? Well, I think by the way they are explaining it, being in your 20s and like drinking a lot, getting drunk at bars is kind of like fun, having fun, going out, being crazy. When you turn 30 and you go to bars to get drunk, it seems it's depressing. sad yeah, and depressing. depressing then, yeah. And people look down on you. I think that's what they're saying. They're in the they're in the phase where if you go to a bar and get drunk for the sake of getting drunk, people look down on you and it's depressing. Yeah, there are definitely those those bars though. But you, you know what it's like in college Where, when you go to a bar and you know that there's like, in all truth, there are probably people from 18 to, let's say, 27, all just getting obliterated, and people will not bat an eyelash at that. It's yeah. normal. It's it's not unacceptable. It's what people do. But if yeah. you see someone who's like 30 or older and they're just doing that, and you're like, oh my gosh, that that's sad. They need to get their life together. Yeah. that That's, I think, what they're saying here. Sadly, I, I have known people like that. Oh, me too. Yeah. Me too. But anyways... That's a good song, It's, it's a really good it's song. Good. It's it's nice because they change up the feel of the album on that part. Yeah, I mean, just in general. Like, <clears throat> again, just every single song on this album is just so good. On to song number 12, yeah. which I recommended. Did you? Which one is it? After the Party? Nope. You didn't recommend this? So that means you recommended the next song, right? Yeah. Jesus, I can't believe we didn't recommend a single similar song. Well, that's all right. That's all right. We got to talk about more of them then. Yes. Number 12 is called After the Party, which means so it's, good. it's the title track. It's super good. I gave it five stars. And it's very interesting that it's at the end of the album. Yes. But not, not the, the very end, song. but it's, it's not the, the last end. song, but the penultimate song. Um, I classified this as Wendy's, which means <laughs> it's among the best of the best, but it's not where I would choose to go always. As Wendy's. <laughs> Yes. How do you how do you come up with these rating systems? Steve? Because like literally, Wendy's has the best burgers. They do. I agree. I but think they, I think they also have very good fries. I I, I couldn't agree with but, you. Uh, they're, who, they're they're not bad, who, but they're not the best. Who doesn't love Frosties? Satan with fry. Yeah, I suppose maybe Lucifer does not like Frosties. Curse him. But anyways, <laughs> after the parties like Wendy's, it's great, but it's not the first place I would think to go. That, that's what I'm saying about Wendy's. Okay, so so. I love it. What I, you mean by great. that is that you would rather go to Taco Bell. I'd rather go to Five on, Guys. On impulse. I'd rather Yes, but I'd also rather go to Five Guys over both of them. Okay, interesting. All right, so after the party, uh, this song is rocking. They pick up the speed again. It's not like half drinking song, half punk rock. It's all punk rock, all heavy yeah. guitars. Um, oh, I love, yes. I love that one line in the chorus. The chorus is after the party, it's me and you. And that's that's literally talking about what we said about the album, where it's after you're the 20s, yeah. after the fun phases, after the where it's acceptable to go, be stupid. It's me and you. And it, then, that's got to be referencing either significant others, friends, someone you can lean on where you're not in that phase, but you have to relate to them, and you got to power through almost. You know yeah. what I mean? It has to be in, in relation to... To growing up. Some, it's, someone it's literally got to be growing up. Um, because but, there's that part, in, I, but also I think it's he's talking to a significant other, sig- significant other because there's a I th- line. I think so. Yeah. There's a line where he says, um, "Everybody wants to be famous, but you just want to dance yeah, in the basement." I was, I was about to. I was about to say the same thing. You don't care if anybody's watching. It's so good. But after the party's been you, it's yeah. so good. I like, and literally I I said what I think that means, and I think it stands true. Everybody wants to be famous, but you just want to dance in the basement. Like you don't care if anybody's watching. There. You're you're not doing it for attention. Ugh. You're not doing it for any reason other you're than just, the fact that it, it makes you happy. Time. Yeah, and like that's what you want. Yeah, and I think in your twenties you you're trying to impress people. Still, you're trying to be crazy, be wild, be awesome, be acceptable. And I think what he's saying in the thirties, it doesn't matter like to be you, acceptable. You just gotta do what makes you happy. Exactly. But yeah, I like that. That's and that's I'm, one of the reasons why I was almost gonna recommend this song. Yes, exactly. But I almost recommended Bad Catholics, but I didn't. 
Um, but on this song, I really like the line, and this doesn't have to actually do with the theme at all, but I like the line where he says, um, where he's talking about listening on the old speakers, from the classics to the more, to the more oh, yeah. obscure, from Minor Threat to your old roommate's band. We talked about Minor Threat a couple weeks ago. We did. And yeah. that's just, I, I think it's kind of cool, from listening to well-known things to listening to and it's, completely unknown things. I mean, just a side note, the melody there is so good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, the melody in the chorus or in the no, verse? No, that lyric. From the, the minors to the more obscure, from minor threat to your, your old roommate's band. And then they go, oh, it's just, you just want to dance in the basement. No. Everybody wants to be famous. Yeah. But you, you just, just want to dance in the basement. basement. But, you um, don't care if anyone is watching. We're Just as long as you stay in motion. <laughs> exactly. So good. But like I said, I recommend it. It's Wendy's rating for me. Yeah. Great, not the best. On to the very last song on the album, which is called Livin' Ain't Easy. What made yeah. you recommend this song? Um, honestly, <laughs> the lyrics honestly made me recommend this song. Um, well, what about them? Because... I've got well, some. I've got some favorite lyrics, which I'll I'll say later. But I'll, okay, I'll yeah, let yeah. you go first. Um, but because this song kind of encapsulates what the entire album is about, essentially. Um, you think so, even more than the the last song after the party? Yep. Why? Just I'd because, like to hear your input. Um. I'll, well, I'll tell you. I'll get. I'll get to that. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. So one of the lyrics that I love is uh. Well, I mean, first of all, just the fact that one of the lyrics is, only a fool would think living could be easy. Yeah, the chorus. So, literally in that one line, in my opinion, encapsulates all the other songs. Yeah. Like, it encapsulates Boy Blue, it encapsulates, I mean, just every other song. Like, the fact that, like, all the situations we come across in life, they're not easy. And so, if you're a fool, like, if you're a fool, you think living could be easy. But it's not, though. Exactly. Good line. Um, <clears throat> what else? And so, the other thing that I love about this song is that, I mean, he talks about. I'll just I'll just read the first line. Just the very first line. He yeah. said, "In vibrant hues and subtle brushstrokes of memory." So like that also kind of harkens back to the first line, or, or in a, not not the first not the first song, um, but uh, gosh, I'm having a, a brain fart right now. What's the uh, Lookers, when he's talking about looking at old pictures, you know? Yes. Like subtle brush jokes, you know, of, of those pictures. Yeah. And, but I mean, the main thing to focus on here in this song for me is the fact that he says, only a fool would think living could be easy. Which comes back time and time again. Which comes back throughout the entire album. So I, I also recommended the song because it's a great album closer. It really is. Like, it's, it, it's phenomenal. It sums and, up and everything I, about the album. What I would album. say is... Uh, the Menzingers are very smart about the last song they put in the album. If you go back to all their albums, the last songs always kind of have a really important message to push. So don't knock it because it's the last song. They put it there for a reason. Yeah, and like that's also what I love about well, a lot of the bands that I like. I love the fact that they're very intentional with their song choice. Mm-hmm. And that's no different than with this album. And with that... I think we've about summed up the Menzingers after the party. Yeah. If you if you have not listened to this album, go for it. Go for it. And let's go all let's, out. Listen more time, to it. Let's reiterate the four songs we recommend. I'm going to go first. Okay, go for it. And literally, the first three are... Uh, my favorite song is Lookers, which uh, after Lookers I go <clears throat> Thick as Thieves, then After the Party... Then telling lies. Okay. What would you recommend? Telling lies is fourth for you. It's it, yeah. It's my fourth oh. favorite song. Really? Yes. Wow. Um, from the four you recommended, I wouldn't have thought that. That's what I'm going with. Interesting. Okay. Um, so for me, the top four are Charlie's Army. Uh huh. Oh, so good. So good. Um, number two is House on Fire. Number three is Boy Blue, and number four is Living Ain't Easy. Um, I mean, I think, again, I just want to reiterate that 
Every song on this album is good. Every song on this album is like, just so good. Like me and Jesse, we had almost completely different recommendations. Yeah. Off, there's, there's only 12 songs, and we almost had completely different we recommendations. We had eight different recommendations. No, I didn't recommend any song that you recommended. No, we didn't. So we had eight recommendations for this song. So, which is unprecedented on Bruising Tunes. Which is pretty crazy. It's only 12 songs, and we each had different recommendations. So that, yeah, that exactly. says a lot about the band. That says a lot about the band and also the album. So for all of you, please check out the Menzingers after the party. You will not regret it. Uh, on our website, which is bruisingtunespodcast.com, you can find a link to the entire album. We will post it. You will not be disappointed. All right, so enough about this week. Let's go on to next week. Sounds great. You got your recommendation for me? I do. And I've got my recommendation for you. All right, what so, is it? So well, you go first, because I'm, okay. I'm curious. I hope so, it's not Bon Iver. So I'm going to recommend to you an album by Will Butler, which if you will, will remember... Is he, that, that name sounds familiar. What is he from another band, he's right? He's from another band, yep. He's, band? The, uh, he's from Arcade Fire. Is he, um, he's not the, the main singer. He's the brother of the main singer. Okay, what does he play? I don't really know. Does he sing on Arcade Fire stuff? Yeah, uh, probably, yeah, probably, a little bit. But it's not main vocal? No, not. I don't think so, from what I remember. Um, but I actually got this album on vinyl at Grimey's a little bit ago, and I listened to it, and it's amazing. Um, so I, I think you'll like it. I All think right. you'll like it. Um, What's the album called? It's called Policy. It's a Will Butler Will Butler Policy. Policy. Um, okay. not, not the deluxe version, just the normal version. Okay. Well, so, I didn't know there was a deluxe version until you said there, that. There, yeah, no, I didn't either until a little bit ago. Fair but, enough. Um, you'll have to, honestly, you might have to come at, come at it with an open mind. It's I will. A little, it's a I little will. bit, you know, because... You've had me listen to some weird stuff already. You are, but the thing is, you're so entrenched in the punk rock <sighs> type. <laughs> oh, nice burp. It tastes really good. It, it tastes you, like stout. You are very entrenched in the punk rock mentality. Yes, I am. So, I'm just, I'm going to give this to you. You gotta have an open mind. I will have an open mind. Okay, good. You know what? Let's shake on me having an open All mind. All right, yeah. Whoosh! All right. It and has know, been shook. I know that I've recommended uh, some some pretty seminal punk rock albums for you before, including Bad Religion, Minor Threat, uh, and According to the Likes. Your old roommate's band. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But here's one that's even, I, I, I'd argue, even more important to punk rock. Okay. By a and band I know that you know called No Effects. Love them. I know you love them. Yeah. And I know you have not listened to this entire um, album. Yeah, exactly. I, I really like No Effects, but I haven't listened to a lot of their stuff. All right. So this album I'm going to have you listen to is called Punk in Drublick. And if for those of you at home who can't understand the joke, it's, they're changing the P and the D. Instead of so Drunk in Public. Drunk in Public, it's yeah. Punk in Drublick, yeah. And one of the biggest songs that I know you know off this album is called Linoleum. Yep, it's Great probably song. their biggest song ever. <coughs> Holy oh cow! My gosh. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! The fourth one. It's time to count the burp tally. All right, here it goes. Uh, my burp tally, which if you don't know my voice, I am Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> I had 5, 10, 15. I had 16 belches this entire episode. What? Jesse had this. 5, 10, 15. You had 17. You oh, beat me by one. What up? You know what that one means? One burp. That means you owe me a beer at the saucer. I owe you a beer at the saucer. We shook on it, and let's shake on it one more time right. just for posterity's sake. Sounds good. Well, anyways. I think we've done a good job of talking about our founder's KBS, and I think... Yeah, and what a good beer it was. You know, let's just touch on the beer again real quick. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, that maltiness really comes through. The roasty malties, yeah. Yeah, the roasty malties. Roasty malties. New word. Roasty malties. New, new phrase, roasty malties. It, it, it's a phenomenal beer. Ooh, that beer really has um, the roasty malties going on for it. I love it. Uh, I still recommend it. Look, what do you say we finish this? Are you not excited about this word, roasty malties? I am. Roasty malties going into the dictionary later this week. Dude, roasty malties. I'll roasty malty that all day, bro. Um, uh, well, just think about it for a second. Hold on. You're trying a new stout. Okay? Okay. You taste it. You're like, hmm. This beer is gross. Like this it's beer... not roasty malty. No, 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 no. Like, huh, this beer is pretty good. What word do I describe this taste with? Hmm. Roasty... This beer is roasty malty. 
This beer is, has the greatest roasty maltiness ever. Roasty malty. <laughs> this beer possesses roasty. <laughs> this beer possesses roasty malties. Can you believe it? And not Maltese like the dog. <laughs> like Maltese. <laughs> My gut hurt because oh, I laughed too hard there. My face is red. Your face is very red. All right. What Justin do you say? Your shirt. I am wearing a very red shirt. Yes, you are. What do you say? We clank our glasses, Ooh. say the magic words, and then end this podcast. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Right. Hey, we got the albums for next uh, next week, and I'm listening to what again? You're listening to Policy Bye. by Will Butler, and you're listening to Punk and Drublick by No, no Effects. Effects. Yes. All right. Once again, my name is Stephen Johnston. And my name is Jesse Titus. And this has been American Brews and Tunes. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song, just as it should song. American Brews and Tunes. Shibbity-beebity.